Numb Bills fan podcast. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's January seventh. It's your boy Adam. It is not January seventh. It's January seventh. It is. What's good, fam? Are we uh? Are we live? Are we we rolling? We're rolling, man. Look, let's be real here. The dust has settles. Has settled, has settled Bills Nation, and frankly, this is going to be probably a little bit of a boring week, because what's happened? What have the Bills really done? They've done a couple interesting things. They had their end-of-the-year press conference deal with Doug Whaley and Rex Ryan, and everybody got to answer some questions. Yes, there's some nuggets in there, which... Really, if it was that big, you would have heard about it. They really didn't answer much. I pretty much tweeted Jerry Sullivan, you know, something nasty. Just because, not nasty, but (laughs) he was complaining that, okay, the coaches are are not giving any answers. And it's like, well, maybe you didn't come off as an an asshole. People would answer your questions. Ask better questions and you'll get better answers. Can you get a little creative here? If they say no... What do you think? They're going to change your mind? Come on, Sully. Come on, Doc. No, you're listening. We're not hating. We're, we're kind of hating. But you might have to do some mega bong rips because you're way too uptight, dude. Yeah, man. Take it easy. And you're take probably, it easy on these guys. you know, hey, hey, hey. I know you got a job to do and you're jaded. The Bills have sucked for, now here we go. I guess technically sucked for 16 years because we're not in a playoff race. But even if we only went one time, he'd be writing the article that you know, you only went one in 16 times. And even if we went to the playoffs every four years, you know, they haven't had a playoff win in 17 years. Okay, dude, got it. With you. Anyways, we're back. We're brought to you by NumbillsFan.com. That sounds familiar. That sounds similar. Get all of your Numb Bills fan content there in one space. And the little icons like Instagram, Twitter. We don't have a Facebook one up there because really Facebook's lame and depressing. Eh, We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We do regular updates there for the Facebook masses, but we don't have a little icon up there. I guess we could put one up there. We'll, we'll get. It's on the to-do list. It's on the don't care too much, so don't be shocked if it's not up there. I haven't list. seen the to-do list in months. I don't even know we had a to-do. Do we even own a pen? I got I got one. I am I the guy it. that shows up on stage without a guitar pick, and I don't know how it happens. And then I'll just empty my wallet, or not even a wallet, like a pair of jeans that I haven't worn in a long time, and I'll have like five picks in there. And I purposely like surround my life with guitar picks. And somehow I lose them, and I should really put them in my shoes. Okay. I don't don't know what we're talking about here. Sucks to suck, bro. (laughs) 
Now, what were you saying about the Bills? The Bills have pretty much been uh, status quo. Just, no, we're not making any changes yet. You know, we haven't had time to evaluate. And frankly, I don't care. They're required to do that press conference. I love the press conferences. But frankly, we've done this a lot lately, so get used to it. It's kind of a little boring. Last year was very exciting when uh, America's or the NFL's top can you know coaching candidate right now, Doug Marone, drink if you know the Doug Marone drinking game. If you don't know the Doug Marone drinking game, every time I mention Doug Marone, you drink. And I really don't think anybody plays it, so I'm just going to keep going about it. I think it's a good time. You should try it. But I really don't drink. But don't You're listen to me. You're not going to get that drunk. This only comes up like three times a week. This is true. Regardless, Doug Rohn opted out about a year ago. Actually, a year ago. What, New Year's night or something? New Year's Day around there. And then a little bit later, we got Rex Ryan and the whole shebang. And now we're here. And, um... This isn't necessarily a year a year wrap up because there could still be changes to be made on the coaching staff, and technically yes, they're on to their off season. But I still think there's going to be there could be a couple things. An interesting note is um, Bobby April was fired from the New York Jets. He was here with. During the Dick Duran years, and um, you know, Bobby April's son is on the team as a coach. So curious to know, you know, Crossman was a Marone guy, uh, Danny Crossman, the current Bill special teams coach. And last year they had an excellent special teams. You know, it was pretty nice, pretty nice. And he he had an awful special teams his first year. And a lot of us, it's like, you know, you want to poo-poo on the special teams. And I'm kind of like, you know, it's just special teams. We all say that. But really, you look at a guy like Steve Tasker and how many plays he makes. And I notice a difference when Marcus Easley is not playing in the game on special teams. I definitely notice that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, We lose that, that field position game when he's not there. Yeah, he's a pretty smart, pretty smart player. Um, yeah, that's why that's why the special team situation with Buffalo is so uh, so confusing, though. You know, because you got guys like Marcus Easley playing huge as a gunner, and then you're you're also sitting here looking at it like, oh, and here we are with our our dopey kickoff specialist taking up a roster spot, and these missed kicks. But then you're like, oh, but. You know, Colton Schmidt's breaking records up here, punting. It's, so it's like... At the same time... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of good, really good stuff, and there's a lot of stuff that you kind of scratch your head at, you know? And you didn't even touch on the most important point on special teams. If there was one thing about the special teams that I would say the biggest problem I had with special teams... Is it the return game? No, it was the penalties. The, oh, it seemed like there was like a penalty... Started. There was a penalty just about every, for like, it felt like 9 to 10 games straight. And I could be off my rocker, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. About 9 to 10 games were 8 out of those 10 games. So like 8 to 9 out of those 10 games, first 10 games, felt like there was 
at least a special teams penalty that just, you know, you wonder why the Patriots are up 21 nothing in the first quarter because of dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean. And there's you, things you can't control. You, uh, you know, you take what you're saying, you, you throw that in with a couple muff punts and stuff, and it's, it, you know, it is like a, a rough return game. What did you have on Bobby April? You found something, or not Bobby April, um, for the Bill special teams, because I was talking about Bobby April. I think, I I mean, he was special teams coordinator. He, he got, I think he was, like, voted, like, the best one in one of the Duran years, I think 04. And he's a solid special teams coordinator. I don't know, keep in mind, I don't know his rankings in Oakland. I should probably not talk about it. But. I have not been too impressed with the special teams this year myself. So in in having a tie with the kid here in Buffalo, we'll connect the dots. It could be a little far, but maybe there was some kind kind of you know maybe the Bills inquire about it. I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh footballoutsiders.com, they did a, they did a real in-depth breakdown of special teams like a like a ranking system and it has just all sorts of like information taken into account they <coughs> excuse me they look at at the weather and i mean these met these metrics go super deep and you know make adjustments for a lot of different things but to cut to the chase they ranked buffalo's special teams 12th overall they graded them number 12 and they graded uh the new york jets 25th so, would Bobby April be a uh, upgrade over Danny Crossman? I don't think so. That that's my opinion. Just that name, Bobby April, just hits me hard. You know what I mean? He immediately got a job with the Philadelphia Eagles with Andy Reid after the Duran years, and then went off to Oakland. You know, he's going to get hired, and I frankly don't know the Bills roster or the Jets roster on how good it was for special teams. Because if you remember, the Bills beefed up, quote-unquote, and I left, core special teams players to get, you know. That's why Booby Dixon doesn't get caught, frankly. is He doesn't get many carries, but he's a solid special teams player, man. He's very versatile. If you need a guy to take the place of a fullback, if your tight end can't do it, Booby could do it. He's done it in Greg Roman's system. And that's what you get with special teams, guys. You get guys who you have to be versatile if you're that much of an extra on the roster. And and if you're the fifth receiver on the roster, you better be able to play special teams. If not, you're not on a team. Same hey, with the cornerbacks. You so, know, that that brings me to a great point. Segue time? I think that's a segue. Oh, man. F- fire it up. All right. Um, Bills? Let's start out with a healthy um. All right, so it's it's over again. So you have the Bills a, this um, week signed signed wide receiver Jarrett Boykin to a futures contract. What's up with Jarrett Boykin? Who is Jarrett Boykin? Now that is a good question. Last time we saw Jarrett Boykin was preseason against the Panthers. I don't remember hearing the the kid's name called. He played three seasons out in uh out in Green Bay though. Very, very limited in his playing time. He had 57 catches, 738 yards. Not, you know, nothing well, he, he, Nothing outstanding. His, his second year was 49 catches, and they thought he was going to turn it up in 2014. 
but he was a colossal disappointment, I think, for them. And he ended up with three receptions. Right, and then he ended up on, on Carolina's squad for, for preseason, and, and he got cut there. But now he's in Buffalo. But I segued in here because he does play special teams, which is which is interesting. But the thing that really interested me is his connection to, to Tyrod Taylor. We went to school together at Virginia Tech. Hot shit, hot shit. And the thing that's interesting to me is you almost have to wonder if maybe Tyrod put in a good word with the boss. Maybe whispered that name in somebody's ear. Maybe helped him get a foot in the door. So you know we had to hop on the highlights. And that's what we did. Yards after catch. And he was saying he went to Virginia Tech to play with Tyrod after being at a game. Yeah, we we, uh, were searching around the interwebs for... uh, you know, some stuff about the connection there. And Ty Dunn did an article with the Buffalo News uh, back in September of 2015 there. And it had some quotes from Boykin saying how how much he admired Tyrod as an athlete and how that how that made made up his mind about where he wanted to go to school. I think that's something to watch for. He's got a large frame. He's six two. Yeah, he's long. You he's know, long. so it's 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 kind of cool to see Doug Whaley throwing a bone, or whoever made that decision, throwing a bone towards their quarterback. And then there's talk about, you know, there's if you want to talk about what what's next down the line. I'm curious to see what they do with the second receiver spot and if they're going to bank on Percy Harvin. He says he, I believe Rex said he thinks he wants to play. And I really like Percy Harvin, but I don't want to miss an opportunity for somebody else. Right. I, I mean, I would go more reliable. I mean, we we, we rolled the dice on him. He, he didn't deliver. He got hurt. It's exactly what everyone said was going to happen. I hate to give up on the guy. There's a lot of things that I've seen in his career that I really like. But, again, it's going to lead to a missed opportunity. Well, who knows what this boy can kid can do because he, he's been cut multiple times. Oh, no, but he's, not, time, he's not guaranteed anything here. But I feel like time, he comes he, in with a slight advantage over any other guy we would bring in as a depth receiver. Right, right. And, and I think chemistry is a real deal. I think it's a thing. Oh, Hopefully, definitely. definitely the the first half of Sammy Watkins season compared to the second half of Sammy Watkins season is a pristine image of what what chemistry is all about. This off season is going to be wonderful. It's going to be, and, and don't don't get me wrong, we're gonna run out of shit to talk about. All right, we'll dive. No, all we'll the- we'll blab at you about nothing for for twenty eight, twenty nine minutes if we got it. We'll do that. But there, we're going to have so much time to really break down the offense, and, and I would like to really – it's about time that something leaks out. I feel like we're due for a little bit of smoke to come our way from the Bills organization. You know, there was, a, I think, a a, a a bad report about the Bills, about Terry Pagula saying 
or word in the Bills, I, I can't say Terry Pagula said, but word in the Bills organization is, from this report, playoffs next year or or, or they're out. Ah, the ultimatum. Away and Rex, the ultimatum in Nick I Kane, love that the organization just turned around and extended Whaley's contract, just took a dump on that article. It was great. I applaud them for They that. really did extend his article or his contract already? I yeah. Thought I thought they're talking they're, they're about They're in talks. They have they're a fi- verbal they're, agreement. They're finalizing the numbers is is what the, the official report was on that. And I applaud them. Yeah, continuity. And frankly, that report came from Vic Carucci, who – is the same guy, and I'm not going to shred Vic, but the fact is, he was wrong about Bill Polian not once, but twice. Ah. And this also came from Vic Carucci, and guess what? Sports Illustrated eventually has an article. All from, it just proves that, uh-oh, here's the headline, I'm going to click it, Deacon got the headline, we're hanging out during the day, he gets the he gets a, a notification from Bleacher Report. And me, I'm not a fan of Leecher Report because I feel like a lot of times they shoot shit at the wall and hope it sticks. I'm not going to discount them because they've gotten a lot better, and that's also a backhanded compliment. But, you know, it's just not something I follow. And, frankly, I think the people might think I'm nuts. I'd rather go on pro football talk, and if I see it pop up on pro football talk, I'm kind of more... Well, see, I mess with Bleacher Report because you kind of get different sides of different stories. I get the pro football talk opinion on there. I get the Bleacher Report opinion on there. I get the CBS, the, the WGR guys. Their their tweets show up in that feed too. So you kind of you kind of see the different shades, and you can kind of determine your own your own color. That that that's why I mess with. Plus, the notifications are great, very reliable. That's true. I just got annoyed with emails, too. I had another one. I unsubscribed. I can't stand so many emails in my personal email. But, you know, John Murphy on his own show said, hey, you know, from the Pagulas, I know that does not seem correct. That that does not seem like they would even say that or think that. No, Terry would not think that. No. You know what though? And, and, you and never, up, you never know though. You never know what gets said behind closed doors, and somebody says something to somebody, and somebody, somebody, and it's just not. It, maybe it's not accurate, but maybe there's maybe there's a morsel there. Maybe it's it's something that that had been discussed, but not carved in stone. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. Extension or no extension for Whaley? I mean, there's no salary cap on that end. It's just a Pagula's money, and frankly, it could be. Uh, it could be unlimited. And on on the Whaley topic, you know, I don't I don't see any reason to get rid of the guy. I don't. Yeah, can you? If I it, can't believe the, that that uh, we talked about the last podcast. Can't cannot believe that Whaley's even a thought to to get fired. I mean, get, get look out at of the here. roster he inherited compared to where it is now. Look at where Whoa. it was before him when he was assistant general manager with Doug Whaley, or with uh, Buddy Nix. Yeah. And really have a laugh at that. You had Chris Kelsey signing like a $36 million a year or something, or a contract or something crazy, and I was like, really? How many times have I seen guys run by this guy? You know, whatever. Not my money, but you're you're not sure if you want to pay Steve Johnson, your 1,000-yard receiver. But Joe, by the way, has it been a 1,000-yard receiver since Stevie until now with Sammy Watkins. Even though 
Watkins was like 18 yards shy or something last year from a thousand, but yeah, he was I guess it's close. a fun fact for, for, but you know what? He did, he did well enough this year to even it out. He's averaging over a thousand per season. That's good. That's good. That's what you want from a guy. So regardless of not having a first round pick, how did Wiley's draft do according to, Oh, um, yeah, that got that got graded by Pro Football Focus. They got graded fourth overall for uh, their rookie class this year, without a first round pick. Right, <coughs> right. What? So hey, team, let's fire Whaley. Yeah, don't worry. Our Whaley support shirts are coming off the press soon. Right after they get out of the mental. Jesus, uh, you know, if we had a Doug Whaley drinking game, these people would be annihilated. Dude, Doug Whaley, I know you're listening. I want to chill. I got some ideas. Don't worry. <laughs> we have some theories for you, Dougie. We have some theories. Also, probably our last tidbit will go on for a bit before we talk a little bit about the playoffs. It It's kind of interesting. Greg Roman had an interview with John Murphy, and football outsiders gave the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, yes, the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, coordinator of the year. Ow! Think, think about that for a minute. Tyrod Taylor went eight and six. They had the number one rushing offense of the year. And yes, okay, insert your take about the passing league. Look at it. You run the ball, you control the game. It's all on the John Murphy show from Wednesday night, which is the sixth of january for 2016 so please check that out it's a wonderful interview and you know a little peek into it he he frankly says you know we have controlled games with the run game i've done it and he was known in san francisco for his power run game and yeah i mean he really made the most out of having frank gore on his roster you know like he he gave that guy room to make a name for himself right and guess what you get LaShawn McCoy, you got a little bit different of a run game. And he's so satisfied with the offensive line. And the way he was gloating about the offensive line makes me think, okay, Cordy Glenn and Incognito are definitely number one and two on the priority list. I don't know who they would lock up first, really, because I think a left tackle is hard to come by. But Incognito sounds like he's going to sign with the Bills, so I would bank on that. Yeah, it seems like he wants to be here. And quite frankly, I after after the season he had, I would love to I would love to keep him around. I would love to see another year. Yeah, with, with Greg Roman, see what's going on. But he hasn't gotten any head coaching calls, and that's crazy, because everybody's chasing. You know, you want to go in the playoffs, and other NFL news. It's it does it does and, blow and, my and, mind that Doug Marone's phone's ringing and his isn't. Drink right. Right, and, you know, the Giants moved on from Coughlin, and I guess it's that thing where they say the message wears thin, but Coughlin had a hell of a exit speech, let me tell you. If you have not checked that out, what a great what a great human being. And it just sucks because I'm looking at the, the candidates for the Giants coaching job, and I'm thinking, really, you're going to replace Tom Coughlin? Like, Tom Coughlin? You're going to replace Tom Coughlin, the same guy who took an expansion team and 
did great. You you know I mean Tom Coughlin is not coaching the Jets and or the Giants. And the only thing I could think of is there was a rumor swirling that I heard from two different Giants fans. One is our, our our favorite resident Giants fan, Sean Timmerman. You down with JPP on the Twitter. And he mentioned to me years ago, yeah, you know, Bill Cowher hasn't coached in a long time and he's waiting for the Giants job. Last time I heard that, that was the year the Giants won the Super Bowl. So that was in the middle of the year when they weren't looking so hot before they went on their run. But I heard that recently from a house I was in from a resident Giants fan as well. And I do construction work. So I was in this guy's home. We're talking football. And he said the same thing. And I asked my friend Sean about it. He's like, nah, I don't think that's happening anymore. But if I believe it, that would be a hell of a story, actually. Oh, definitely. But he's been out of coaching for so long, and that's what Sean was telling me. He's been out of coaching for so long. Yeah, almost a decade at this point. Is he really going to come back? I mean, Jerome Bettis is the one who mentioned it in 2010. He's the one who broke the ice with it. But who knows? I mean, I guess, but you could say that that guy's – can he hang in the NFL now? Well, not only that, there's – you know, there was talk of him taking over the Jets at one point. And really what it came down to was, uh, you know, this was when they fired Eric Mangini. Um, it came down to the fact that uh, Woody Johnson wasn't going wasn't gonna to let him come in and push out Tannenbaum. Ah. Uh. So like that that's the kind of that's the kind of coach Cower is. He wants to he wants to bring his own people into to work around him. And I mean I don't blame him, but he wants he wants that organizational control. He wants to do the the Bill Belichick Chip Kelly thing. I still can't believe that that it's out, man. I can't I cannot believe that he's out. And Coughlin? Yeah, it's just no, crazy. I know. And you know what? If I wasn't so like adamant about like continuity being the key to like success, if 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 this was last year instead of this year, I'd be like, oh my god, they need to get Coughlin. Uh, yeah, he, to he, be he, the Bills head coach. Right, and as much as I said, yeah, like Rex, I'd take Coughlin over Rex. So, but again, I want to see I want to see Rex get his his fair shot at this too. We got a good deal going on here, and, and, and continuity—it's it, a very important thing. I mean, so I, I, if you look at the season before it started, I could not picture Mike Patton getting fired in his third year. I thought he did, or after two years, I should say. I'm sorry, yeah. after a second year, and thinking, oh, it's just the Browns. So I thought, you know what? They got a good one, man. They got Mike Patton. This is gonna, this is the guy you want to build an organization with as a head coach. Very detailed very focused and I cannot believe that they fired him especially with the way it went down where I don't know if he really wanted Johnny Manziel either way he's destined to fail Chip Kelly's out we all know that Lovey Smith got canned last night Lovey Smith just got fired which I was shocked but then somebody said it you have eight wins in a, in two years. 
That, but we're that's, not. That's the uh, head of the nail, and you just you just smashed it with the hammer, man. I mean, word on the street is their offensive coordinator is supposedly interviewing for the, the Dolphins. Want to reach out and talk to him? Oh yeah, the Dolphins. The Dolphins and, are looking to replace Dan. They're letting Dan Campbell interview for his own job right now. That's cute. Right, right. That's cute. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, your interview. Um. But what I'm saying is, is the Dolphins are interested in the Tampa Bay offensive coordinator. So, yeah, they're also, there's a conspiracy theory going out there that they fire Lovey Smith to retain him, if that's possible. Yeah, maybe they want maybe. to make him the head coach. I don't know. Lovey Smith. Dolphins are also looking at uh, Dougie Marone there. Drink. Really? I re- I really hope that <laughs> I would love to see that happen. Just because beating him in Miami would be so grand. Please go to the. Oh, go to the Dolphins, please. Just please go. You know what's going to happen, though. Foles will get swept by the Dolphins. Cause, oh, come, come on. Come on, man. We come started on. a drinking come game on. after Doug Drink. Marone. We're due for such bad. I knew you were going to say it. We're due for such bad <laughs> karma. But I'm glad that, that for now the Bills, they have a little continuity. They have a little bit of continuity. A lot more guys should be coming back this year than came back for, for a repeat appearance last year. And it's a crazy thing. Think about this. Percy Harvin gets hurt. And I thought he, I, you know, I was hurt. I, I was feeling, what if this is the year Percy Harvin is, shows his potential? Like, all of it. And he started out, he started out hot with Tyron Taylor. Really hot. And frankly, when you and look then? at... When you look at these teams, I mean, and you look at the injuries the Bills had, and then you look at the playoffs and the teams in it, the Chiefs and the Texans, really? I feel like the Bills were hanging with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Bills were hanging with both those teams. Steelers, Bengals. Bengals are out. You know, EJ Manuel was starter. not hanging with that team, though. They don't have, yeah, but they they hung for a bit. They hung for a bit in that game. I I I was shocked that the Steelers made it as far as they did. I I I gave up on old Ben there. I thought he was, I thought he was shot, but here he is making making huge numbers. You know. Yeah, and then you got the Patriots who are just beating. Dicks. Oh, and, sorry. And, you know, they got some secret mystery man out there. There's a nice article that we will retweet. And Bill Belichick on a side note, interesting article. He has, if you haven't read the article, we will retweet it from our account, from the Boston Globe. Very interesting. Essentially, I thought I've heard murmurs that Bill Belichick has like a little secret spy friend or something. I don't know. But this guy... Works like hundred hour weeks at times, breaking down film and strategy, and he's essentially I think the cutting edge guy for them. He studies trends in the league and lived with his mom until '04 when she passed away. Yeah, R. his R. name's Ernie Adams, and no one really knows much about him. But, he's a mystery man. But he, there is a a phone that connects directly to him on that Patriot sideline. Yeah, and you look at the row of phones, and you just see red tape, and it says Ernie. It's like okay. Okay. He worked for he worked for uh, Bill Parcells for six years, and they asked him about him. He said he didn't even know who the guy was. Yeah, his job title was research. He he just stays out of the way. 
And then you got the Broncos also with a bye. And oh, yeah, and the playoffs there. That is, if I was to talk about one thing, AFC playoff race-wise, because we're, you know, the Bills. Um, Got to say, I think the Bills would any given Sunday, I think this was the year for any given Sunday. I, I feel like the Steelers, believe it or not, are probably the hardest team in that. But like Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers offense, it, it feels like they're just hot. Kind of, you know, we talked Giants earlier, how the Giants made a run. And I feel like the Steelers could do it. And Madden 16 actually has Steelers Cardinals as a Super Bowl 50. What if the whole game is rigged? All right, all right. All right, so on the wild card for the NFC, you got the Seahawks and the Vikings. The Vikings are my second team. My friend Jamie will say, oh, it's your first team. Dude, I loved all my dad's teams. He's a Vikings fan. I would follow the Vikings. They were a lot more exciting football than the Bills back in the late 90s. Just being I honest. don't have a second team. Look, they got an interesting team, but since I've been invested with the Bills, I have no damn clue about them. I don't know shit. Yo, props, props to Teddy Bridgewater for getting it done for those guys, though. Yeah, man. And Adrian Peterson running hard. Um, another rushing title. So yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, with with the teams there in the playoffs right now, I kind of want to see Fred Jackson get a Super Bowl ring. That would be cool. That would be cool. But honestly, I want to see the Panthers take this man. I I think they earned it more than any team this year. What? And I'm I'm talking as an overall unit playing yeah, together. Yeah, Panthers and the Cardinals have a bye. You know. <sighs> Yeah. And then the other game is the Packers and Redskins. And the Packers better crush the Redskins, but Aaron Rodgers only has 3,800 yards, which is pretty nuts. I mean, that's 31 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. That's a 92.7 quarterback rating, but that's the first time he's been below 100 in quarterback rating. Or actually, I should say 101.2. Since 2008, which that's his first year starting. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of an interesting matchup because the Redskins, as we saw, they kind of looked like a team that was clicking when they played the Bills. They did not look like when you think the Redskins. Right, right. You know, it looks like Aaron Rodgers kind of maybe took a step back this year where Kirk Cousins took a big step forward. Not putting them in the same category yet, but... But, hey, this is Aaron Rodgers, and and you want to talk about a season having a new start? Rex Ryan talked at his press, and he's like, you know, I wish I wish the season started now because we're all clicking. We're all on the same page, and if you look at that, that win with the Jets, the team played as a team. They didn't quit on the coach. No, and even for all the the people like us saying about Mario Williams, they all congratulated him after the sack and were psyched for him. And sometimes we read too much into everything, because at the end of the day, you might tell your friend, "Dude, fuck you, I don't like you," but do you really mean that? No. So you have Man, a little fifty-fifty. You have a little hole <laughs> in the wall and a mouse listening. Who then plays telephone with a couple other people, and that could oh, be a source. I hate to think what you do with the hole in the wall. Hear that dead space, guys. 
that's because that's how bad that joke was. Regardless, you we should just get, get Tony Santillo over here to boo me. We're gonna have a Tony Santillo soundboard. He's the uh, other guy in Italian contractors. Our one sole video up on numbillsfan.com on our YouTube channel. These reports come from guys who are playing telephone with other people. So, or gals, whatever you want to keep a PC, or trannies, whatever you are, we don't we don't judge. Uh, when you said PC, I was going to be like, but we use Macs. This is true. More like, yeah. But now I just feel dumb. So you gotta and be, I should. You got to be careful what you read into, and we'll report it. We we like talking about stuff. It gives you something to talk about. And with the offseason, you'll take every nugget you can get. We'll talk about all sorts of things this year. We'll keep it interesting, keep it bills, keep it funny. But, frankly, looking forward to next year, I don't know what else to say at this point. But you look at this AFC playoff race and you're just knocking your head in the wall thinking how are the bills not there and we know why injuries defense was a huge letdown people not buying in whatever it is we're gonna dive deeper more year of review and looking forward it'll be a big show so don't be shocked if you see a podcast long enough or you might want to pause and come back to it the next day we're gonna get pretty deep but other than that, watch the playoff games. Because there's going to be some some people that emerge, and you'll notice that I'd almost be willing to bet that the switch clicks for Aaron Rodgers. It's a new season, and like Rex was saying, which is what I was originally on, is it's he wishes the season started now is what he's saying. It could just be you know, nice PR work on his end. Oh, man, I really got the team together. But really, I think they, they showed it. And if they were going to the postseason, it'd be like, okay, clean slate. Let's go. We're all in this tournament. Let's go. And I can't wait to see that next year. It'll happen. Damn sure hope so. You got anything else? No, not really. All right. Go I Bills. Could, I could talk about how I think it's interesting that Peyton Manning got his job back right in time for the playoffs, but eh. I might. I'm probably reading too much into that too. I just feel bad for uh, the. I Oswald feel like Peyton there. Manning is just injured. Can we just say he's injured? I I'm sounding a little stern on that, but the guy's injured. When is Peyton Manning ever injured? Besides that neck thing, before that neck thing, when we see ever injured players get injured, they gotta recover. If the guy has plantar fasciitis and he can't plant on his like literally use his feet. He's in a walking boot. He's still smart. I'd still take him over half the quarterbacks in the league playing right now. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I just uh, – you, No, you're right, though. I I would take him over Brock Osweiler. Are you kidding me? But your, your conspiracy theory is a little funny. How halfway through the game he comes in, they're down less than a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, – Here, I'll go get some reps, Peyton. Thanks, Coach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Can, can my buddy Papa John come out with me? You you got exactly exactly what I was sniffing at. So now I'm out of stuff. I'm done. NumbillsFan on Twitter. NumbillsFan.com. And NumbillsFan Adam D right here. Oh, yeah, on Twitter. Instagram, too. Both we, of us. We got some big stuff coming up in the offseason. We're not going to tell you everything. And no, it's we're gonna not It's going to be lying. a surprise. We got we, guests. We we're going to have we people got peeps. on. We got peeps. 
we're gonna get some more microphones. We're gonna get some more people flapping their gums, and you're gonna you're gonna listen to it, and you're gonna like it. Maybe we'll, hate maybe we'll it. even blow up our Justin Bieber, aka Stand In for Tom Brady blow up doll. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get double. lucky. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll hook up the compressor, get him going. Um, it'll be good. We'll put you know a little camera on our tripod, aka six foot aluminum ladder from Werner. Thank you, Werner. There's a free plug. Yeah. Hey, don't forget these plugs are forever as long as we can afford the server space. Yeah. Right, we're out of here. Numbillsfan.com. 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 Bye.